home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. It's the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. For the next two hours, Trent Condon and myself will talk the world of sports with you, localizing it as best as we absolutely can. A busy show here today. We've got Scott Darkerman coming up from Landa 10. Uh, Bobby Legess's colleague, I thought, wrote a really good piece on uh, the biggest position battles that will take place this spring and into the uh, summer camp uh, with the Hawkeye football. But, of course, the Hawks on the hardwood tonight. We will uh, talk to Doc about that. Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, he writes at the shutdown corner. Time to preview the four wild card games coming up, and they'll be... Getting underway right here. You can hear each and every one of them, I'm assuming, although I'm not sure if the Panthers uh, get in the way of that or not. But I know we've got the Chiefs for sure. Uh, Eric Heft will be here at 1 o'clock. Look forward to talking to Eric. Saw him briefly uh, down in Memphis. Uh, Eric will be here. We'll take a uh, revisit the Liberty Bowl for a few minutes and then get into Prohm's crew uh, and the Big 12 in general. Uh, the Iowa Wild president, Todd Fredrickson, is going to be here. They're doing something that it's I think is long overdue, and I hope it's successful. And yes, my Canadian is showing. Uh, but the Iowa Wild are opening up two outdoor skating rinks, one in Waukee, one in Ankeny. They're cutting the ribbon today. The Ankeny ribbon gets cut, well, got cut about an hour ago. And I guess the crew's making their way at, uh, out to Waukee, where they will cut the ribbon on that one at uh, 1 o'clock. So we'll talk to Todd Fredrickson, the reason behind it. Look, they're trying to introduce skating, hockey, outdoor activities to a state that is not known as a hockey community. And I think they're doing the right thing. So Todd Fredrickson will be here. That's near and dear to my heart. Many hours, literally, literally, thousands. I don't think that's over the top trend of yep. hours on outdoor skating rinks in my lifetime. I mean, that's that was that was growing up, right, in the winter months. And then we'll wrap it up with Mitch Holtis, the voice uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot to get to. we got to get to Drake. But that mm-hmm. uh, that wild thing's pretty cool, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all we had in Osage is they'd flood the tennis courts. Oh, okay. And uh, a few people, a couple hockey guys. You had to go to Mason City if you wanted to play on the high school team. Right. To uh, to play. Guessing but... you couldn't get your skates sharpened in no, Osage. No, no, no. Nowhere to do that. Absolutely. But yeah, I went out there every once in a while. Never with skates, but just to, no. to dink <laughs> around out there. That no, not at all. Just to screw around and the guys that were playing hockey. Yeah. And, hey, here's a stick. I fired at the net. You know, things like that. But yeah, my hockey, my skating, not at Made my way down to the uh, the one downtown there. The Brenton Ice Arena, yeah, Brenton yeah. Ice Complex. Took my nieces there one time yeah. a couple of years back. It, it was not pretty. It was the last time I skated. We did a remote there probably 2008 or 2009. Uh, uh, Martin and I were still down the dial doing afternoons, and they had us out there. So I donned the blades there and blew everybody away. Did you? Know, you? The old man. The old man. <laughs> yeah. You still got it? I think ba- I do, actually. You know Backwards, what? spinning around. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I think I still do. Anyways, enough about that. <laughs> uh, look, we got to start. Um, it's, it's you know speaking of turning the clock back to that year, Yeah. let's turn it back one further year when Drake was relevant for the last time. You know what, Trent? I don't know how far this is going to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this winning streak is going to last. I don't anticipate that it will, but my God. At least for the here and now, what a great, great story that's being written early in the Nico Medved ch- uh, career as the head coach at Drake, and they did it again. Trent, and here's the best part about it: they never let the Redbirds into this basketball game. No, from from, from the get-go, yeah, shooting the ball extremely well, and the way they're built, they're not big. They got four guards a lot of times out there on the floor. They're playing 
a guy six two six three sometimes as a quote power forward, mm-hmm. you can get away with it in the valley. And they keep shooting like this, they're going to get away with it. I, they're, they're, they couldn't miss last. Well, they did, yeah. of course. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah. were unbelievable. Fifteen to thirty from behind the three point mm-hmm. arc. That's fifty percent in my book. Yes. Um, no, they were good. They got to the free throw line, and they were sixteen out of twenty one. Here's the thing. Another thing about Medved and hats off. I got to give uh, Channel Thirteen credit, and they might have done other channels as well. I didn't see that. Um, but five o'clock. Here's Nico Medved doing a live hit. On their 5 o'clock news, right? I mean, yeah. games in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. This kind of reminds me, I mean, I, I go back to that year, uh, the 7-8 year and the, and the run that they had. Um, and there were only three local shows on the, in the market at that time. Um, I think I was, I'm the only survivor of that, if you will. <laughs> but I, keep, I go back to the fact that Keno Davis and, was, and Mike Mahon were so accommodating to media requests to help sell their program. And last night, a couple hours before tip, there's Nico Medved on Channel 13 doing a, I mean, I assume it was live, but just the fact that, you know, he's, coaches don't normally do that, that close to a game is my point. Right. He wanted, he, he wanted to make sure that they did. Hats off to Ty Patton for, you know, for setting that up there, uh, sports information director over there. But it seems as though Drake realizes... You know what? Let let's see if we can maybe capture some of this basketball passion uh, in our state. I'm not saying it's going to be like what it was when they went to the tournament for the first time, but there maybe is a crack in the window a little bit. Let's see if we can take advantage of this. And look, the, the highlights I saw from the Nap Center last night—the crowd was into it. I get that it was a winning performance, but I don't know if they put any more fannies in the seats, Trent. But my point being is. I think they get it again on Forest Avenue, and it's been a long time since they've gone out of their way to try and build their program and use the media, use the media yes, to yes. do so. And it's a story that needs to be told around here because with Iowa struggling, Iowa State struggling, you and I struggling, we're looking for something to talk about mm-hmm. local, and we want to localize things as much as possible. Straight story is a good one. Now, do caution. Remember, they had a winning streak like this in they the did. conference play a year ago. Right. And then it came back. To reality, yeah. if you will. But it does feel different. It does, yeah. It does feel different. And Reed Timmer, an outstanding player. He's got a little help mm-hmm. around him. But just having that new blood, that new infusion, and Nico Medved, and we've talked to him, and he just has the passion. He's infectious, isn't he? He is. Yep. He's a guy that's easy to root for, mm-hmm. and he gets it. He gets this job. He understands the difficult nature that it's going to be. But he's not making excuses. He's digging in and getting after it. And Something I think easy to cheer for, and it would be great to see what this city is. The, the 2008 year, it was a blip. That's all it yes, was. Yes, it was. It was a blip, and it quickly went away, and Keno was out the door. But also that year, remember, they were, what, 10-1 and one in non-conference? And they beat Iowa State, and I they beat Iowa. I don't remember the exact. Is that they, what they, they were? They were really okay. good in, co- in non-conference play before mm-hmm. we even got to this point. So I think people, you got that generation, you got, hey, Went to Ames and won. Hey, beat Iowa. That you need. Now say that again. Yes. Went, went to Ames went and won. Went to Ames and won when they did it right. Uh, yeah, when they did it right. Yes. Exactly. That was my point. Yes. You don't have that same kind of buildup. So even if they would be in contention for regular season title and, I don't know, they, you know 14 and 4 wins it and they're 12 and 4 with two to go, it won't have the same kind of buzz because no. they're getting in the top 25. Yeah, Creighton and Wichita come to mm-hmm. town. It was different. But. A nice building block. It is. And even even if it does fall apart and they finish in 7th, 8th place in the MVC, it's a moment to build upon for Nico Medved. It's the first time 
maybe since that year, honestly, that there was I – mean, we were starting the program with, with Drake basketball, mm-hmm. here, which is a, an indicator, right? You always you find the hot topic. And right now, at least for today or for after, on the basis of last night, Drake is the hot topic to – Regurgitate. I'm assuming that uh, up and down the dial, Drake will be a Drake will be a major major talker here today. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, tonight, Iowa on the floor, Ohio State. The Register's headline I liked it a lot. Let's say it's a must win. Let me flip my paper here to Mark Emmert's column. I don't. Th- I'm not not sure Mark wrote the headline, but whoever did, and if it was Mark, read it. urgent game on tap. Urgent. Well put, because there's a sense of urgency here yes. for this Hawkeye basketball team. Now, look, Ohio State's got two wins, one of which over Michigan. Mm-hmm. Over Michigan. Same Michigan team that just, just crushed. Took it to the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, I know the, the, the final was, what, eight, seven, eight? But there was, it was, it was, that wasn't a seven-point basketball game. No, no. That, that was a butt-kicking. Um, but it's an urgent game tonight, Trent. And, I mean, can, can you fix it in 48 hours? Normally, I would say no. This team appears so broken, but you do see it happen a lot in sports. Back against the wall, everybody, all the negative headlines, all yeah. those different things. And it, yesterday, offshore came out. Iowa was a one-point favorite, and I tweeted it out. And the responses maybe chuckle. <laughs> where, where, where's my mortgage? All right, I'm going to put yeah. that on. I mean, careful. And, and right now, Ohio State's favored by a point and a half. But I mean, it's basically a pick'em game. Is that is that number? Is that the Vegas That's number? That's the now? Vegas number. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much one and a half across the board, and everyone's saying, "Well, it's too easy," and that's that Vegas number that makes me pause a little bit. You know the Vegas game, Ken. yeah, I do. It's, it's when it seems so easy, go the other way. Go the and other most way. Most times, you're going to be rewarded for doing so. But what my eyes see, what I've seen out of this Iowa team and, and Ohio State, who turned around their season after you know they played out in the uh, the PK80 event. Look terrible uh, outside of their game against Butler, where they blew a big lead. Uh, how much money do you have to have to have a tournament named after you? Right, it's not bad. The Phil Knight 80th birthday tournament. <laughs> not one, but two, two separate brackets. <laughs> right, two separate. Brackets. Well, why wouldn't you go if you get the right. invitation? Yeah, right, you're good. Yeah. Absolutely going. But this is a team that has played better, I think, than anybody anticipated. Chris Holtman is going to get He's Ohio doing State. a nice job. He's going to get them turned around quicker. Yeah. I think. Did you think that would be the case? No, no. I, I thought this was a deeper rebuild. I thought yeah. they were going to be awful this year. Five Did you think Indiana back. or Ohio State would be further along after the uh, – maybe at this point of the season? Indiana, yeah. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. it's He's done a nice job. Mm-hmm. And I think so you look at Butler and what they were, and, you know, we Thad Mata into Licklider, into Brad Stevens, you know, and all the great coaches that they had. But you remember that time before Holtman got the job? And I can't remember the guy's name. And he had – Issues is basically he stepped away a year and a half into it. No, I don't he remember had, this. He had to dig Butler back out. They were bad. They were really bad. And rumors that, and I'll find the guy's name, but something maybe substance abuse. Okay. You know, so there was a lot going on with this guy. They had lost a couple of their recruits already. And all of a sudden, Holton huh. pulled him right back up, and Butler's back to being Butler again. So it wasn't just the next guy in line, a succession of Butler coaches that are going to go to the new. De- he had to dig a little bit deeper than we've seen Butler coaches do. He's a good coach. And Ohio State, it's a program you can win pretty big at. We've seen that in basketball. Hell yeah. You, you, got, you got a ton of money there, but you couple it with a guy that knows how to recruit, knows mm-hmm. how to dig in, knows the area well. I, I was disappointed to see Thad Mata leave, 
but I think they got the right guy. Yeah, it seems like it so far. It's it's a it's a huge game for the Hawks tonight. And 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 if Iowa is to find the win column for the first time in conference play, what's going to be the the I don't want to say the sole reason, but what will be the impetus for the you know for them to to win a game finally? It'd be as simple as. Is it playing defense? Because Ohio State's going to play defense. Maybe that'll rub off on the Hawks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it will, right? They're seeing how hard that they've got to work to score the ball. Maybe they'll realize if maybe if we do this at our end of the floor, we might be in this. I think it's de- I think it's first and foremost defense. Do you disagree? No, not at all. And those are the stretches. It's, it's easy to just look at them offensively and guys aren't making shots. And you know, Nicholas Bear, he's not been the same guy offensively that we saw no. times a year ago. No. Coming back from that finger injury, it just mm-hmm. it hasn't worked. Still got the smarts, but the offensive yeah. game's not there. You're right. Gun shy. Yep. I know the numbers are up a little bit for Jordan Bohannon, but those were his overall numbers last season. When we talked about Bohannon coming into the year, it was what we saw over the last three weeks. Going and hitting that shot against Wisconsin on the road with yeah. the hand in the air. Right. Going to Maryland and dominating Cohen and Mello Trimble. He dominated that basketball game, 24-11, and 11, whatever it was. He was playing at such a high level. That was the remember. Not overall the year. Yes, the shooting percentages are up a little bit. He doesn't look like that same kind of guy. Does he have another? What does he have any more of those in him? I think he does. I think he can get back to that mm-hmm. point. There's always going to be deficiencies in his game, but he can offensively get back to that point. But on the defensive end, like you said, I I, I struggle with this team defensively. And one thing throughout the summer when we talked Hawkeye basketball, me and Jimmy B. I brought up is I, I wanted to see Fran find a defense that's theirs. They switch defenses. Beeline said after the game, it, it is difficult to play Iowa because you know they're going to throw a lot of things at you, but they're just not very good at any of them. Find something, <laughs> whatever it is. Right. It, you know, for Michigan, it is the one three one. It's that one three one calling card. Yeah, you, you don't see it very often. Go talk to Beheim. Figure out what they do with it because you have length. You can run that two three mm-hmm. much like they do. But they don't have. Is that it too one late thing. in the year to incorporate to to take that to become probably you know to have a defense that's right your own? right. I think it is probably that goes back to an October right. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, you know the, the other thing. I look for Nunji to have a good game tonight, mm-hmm. and and I think he's been called out, and I don't think it's unfair. I think what McCaffrey said about him when he missed his first two threes, and he's a freshman, and he kind of got away. He lost his confidence a little bit. I expect him to, even if he does miss early tonight, in a perfect world, he's going to come out, he's going to hit a couple of shots, and you know he's going to uh, get that jolt of confidence that he has. But apparently in the Michigan game, and McCaffrey saw it, he started to pout a little bit. He didn't want to... I mean, you're, you're still kind of walking around a little bit, not on eggshells, but you're still feeling out your place on this team. I mean, you're for crying out loud, you're a freshman. Um and and you don't want to come in and just you know think you're the guy right off the bat. And if you don't, if you miss a couple of shots, it can it can play with your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I get that criticism. So hopefully tonight, even if he does, he keeps you know tries to work his way out of it because they need him. They do. They need everybody out of that top eight. Tighten the rotation. Tighten the rotation. Is tonight tonight? Will you see Wagner? Are we going to see Ellingson? Macy Daly needs to play more he than does. five minutes in the first half. Yeah. They, they need more out of him. And if it's a game where Moss isn't shooting it very well, then Macy Daly, here you go. And you're going to pay play 30 minutes. I I think we're at that point. Will Fran do it? He hasn't done it yet in his career. He's he's had deep teams, and he's never been able to pare mm-hmm. it down. I don't think it happens tonight either. Hmm. Is pressure getting to him, do you think? Is that why we're seeing more of the, 
you I don't know, know if it's pressure or frustration. That's a good word. And, and Tyler It's Cook- not pressure. It's frustration, yeah. yes, because, I mean, I, I, I think even he had way, more, way higher expectations yeah. for this team this year, like the fans did, right? Mm-hmm. Like the media did. We thought that this was going to be um, – and, and he had to – I would think think the same thing, but you know, did he realize that you guys are getting a little carried away? Look at my guards. <laughs> he he sells though more than that. He's always selling his guys, so probably not. Yeah, I, I think I he, think he's frustrated. That's a good word, Trent. Because Tyler Cook said it again in the post game after the game against Michigan. Well, you know, we we understand. I think Bohannon talked about both of them. Oh, we're not we're not following the scouting report. Well, I would be frustrated too. Yeah. You put the work in and your guys aren't listening, yeah, that's frustrating. Right. And it's also frustrating for the first 20 minutes to watch your team play defense right in front of your yeah, bench. Yes. <laughs> right. And Watching that has that not defense. gone well. No. We'll take a time out. More uh, Iowa conversation. Scott Dockerman comes up next. Eric Heft will be here at 1 o'clock. Look forward to that. We'll uh, recap uh, dot I's, cross T's on the Liberty Bowl and get into Big 12 hoops. Uh, Eric Heft at 1 o'clock. Frank Schwab still to come this hour. We will preview the four wild card games. But the doc is next. Trent Condon and myself with you from noon until 2 talking uh, Sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It costs $15 per day to provide the necessary shelter, food, and veterinary care for every animal at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. And right now, we have over a 1,000 animals in our care. For as little as $5 a month, you can join our Loyal Friends Club to ensure that the ARL will continue to be there for animals in need. The need is now. The need is local. Visit arl-iowa.org backslash donate to start giving today. Thank you. I met someone. You hear it a lot from people on Match because more people have met their someone on Match than any other dating app. 
Everyone wants to find that meaningful connection. And Match is not only number one in first, but second dates, too. Now here's a free offer for our listeners. Go to Match.com slash view for seven days free. That's seven days completely free to search, view photos, and connect. This free offer is found at Match.com slash view. That's Match.com slash view. Match.com slash view. We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented Boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Taxi gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Still to come this hour, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. We'll get into the four wildcard games uh, coming up this weekend with Frank, one of which for sure you can hear, and that's the Chiefs. Depending on the Panther schedule, uh, Westwood One will provide coverage, radio coverage of the other ones uh, if you can't be in front of your TV. Scott Dockerman and Bobby Legess have been pushing out the content at Land at 10 backslash Iowa, as they always do. It seems like they've been busier now that the uh, football season is wrapped up. Uh, Doc, uh, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on, Scott Dockerman. Happy New Year. How are you? 
Yeah, Happy New Year to you guys. Doing great here. Just a little chilly as everybody else is. Indeed. Boy, you guys are doing a ton of work. Uh, you and Bobby. Uh, Bobby's piece uh, that uh, was uh, posted earlier today, the five biggest position battles. Uh, you've been doing a, stuff, a ton of stuff on the uh, Nate Stanley, and the backup is now on. Let's start football before we get into basketball. Uh, and the fact, Tyler Wiegers, what, what I come to find out, Doc, and I'm, I'm sure you saw it as well, uh, look, he'd already enrolled at Eastern Michigan. He was as good, he was gone, yet still traveled to the Pinstripe Bowl in case in case something happened to Nate Stanley in that game, and he would have been forced to play. Uh, it says a lot about the young man knowing he was already moving on, yet wanted to finish out the year with his team. Yeah, it does, and and he's always been a high character guy. I mean, he did get every opportunity to compete and play. You know, whether it's in the spring and in the summer. So you know, I, I think. He kind of owed it to Iowa, and I, I think that was a classy move on his part. Uh, you know, he graduated in three and a half years, or uh, well, he graduated in December. I know that for sure. So, you know, he had it. I thought that was uh, a good move for him, and it also could have been a high-profile thing. I mean, you know, he kind of earned a right to go to New York and, you know, at least dress for a bowl game, and and uh, you know, yeah, it's not the experience of going to the beach or whatever, but. You know, I mean, it's still camaraderie with your, your the guys you've been working with and living with for four, you know, four years. So I, I think it was a win-win for him and for for Iowa. And you know, hey, if he, if he would have had to have played and won a game, that that would have been a great memory in his life. Joshua Jackson with the news that he's going to the NFL. Not a big surprise to anybody. Really, no negative comments about it. Oh, he should stick around for another year. When you get that kind of grade, it's no surprise. But James Daniels. Perhaps a, a bigger surprise to some out there. NFL circles seem to absolutely love this guy. His athleticism, an incredibly intelligent kid uh, out there, made in that middle position. What kind of grade do you expect to see for uh, James Daniels, and, and where do you expect him to be drafted? Uh, you know, I, I just early speculation, and this thing really goes up and down until the I always call it the echo chamber stabilizes. You know, and everybody gets on the same page. But, but you know, I, I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of the top of the third round mm-hmm. because I, I think he's, you know, he was a little inconsistent this year. By and large, you know, athletically he's as good or better as any interior Iowa lineman over the years. He's just had to, he's had to fight through some injuries. He played as a true freshman two years ago. So, um, you know, he doesn't have kind of that, you know, wealth of, you know, experience necessarily here, but, uh, you know, so, but that said, let's say he goes, um, Pick number seventy, which would be the you know right in the top handful of picks in the third round. I mean, you know that's that's right around five million dollar territory. You're guaranteed, and 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 no, and here's a guy that's had surgeries. He's missed games because of injuries. Um, you know, if your body's only got eight years of football in it, or six years, or ten years, you might as well get paid for all of them. Yep. Not that far away from graduating. He enrolled early. Um, you know, what happens if he gets dinged again? He, all he has to do is look at some of his teammates. I mean, Boone Myers and Ike Bucker were, to me, probably mid-round draft picks if they were healthy. And both of them go down with season-ending injuries, and the chances of them getting drafted are, you know, probably low. So if the same thing happened to him or if he had an ACL, I mean, you know, then, you know, he loses the chance to earn that money. And if he's got a chance to be, to me, in the top even four rounds, 
I think it's probably in his best interest to go. Mm, Scott Dockerman landed 10. Doc, I want to go back. I do want to get to your poll question because I thought it was a really good one. In fact, I voted into it. I never vote in polls <laughs> regarding the uh, <laughs> the bowl game you'd like to see. That in, that in a second. I thought that was a good question. I wish I would have thought of it. Um, but Ryan Boyle, uh, lo- local kid, played at Dowling. He's, you know, he's a quarterback. Then then he knows not. we're going to make you a receiver. Well, that's not working out. We're going to put you back a quarterback. Is it? It's probably um, not right to assume that he would get the, you know, he would have the inside track, I guess, to backing up Nate Stanley uh, this year. I think he's going to be in a real fight for that. And if that doesn't go his way, I mean, what what's the next logical step for Ryan Boyle? You know, not knowing him very well, I did talk to him before the season started, just kind of about his transition, and he's a, certainly a popular and charismatic figure among fans. I think you look at him and, and you naturally you would say, you know, hey, if he's like, say, third behind Peyton Manzel or even b- below uh, Spencer Petras, I think you've got to, you know, realistically, if, you want, if football is the thing that matters the most to him, then you probably should go somewhere else to play because uh, it's just not going to happen here. You know, I mean, they really thought, I think a lot of people hoped that when he moved to wide receiver that he could do some special things, and they certainly needed wide receivers, and he still didn't really crack it you know he got in one game i think so uh you know to me it makes sense that you know they'll have a free-for-all for for who's going to be number two in the spring whether that's Boyle, whether that's uh peyton manzel who redshirted this year whether that's spencer petrus or whomever and and if he doesn't get you know if he's not even second team and he's behind two guys younger than him um you know most people naturally would say yeah let's just move on to some other school. Hmm. Uh, Doc, one more on uh, on football, and then I'll get let Trent, uh, he's dying to talk hoops with you. Um, <laughs> and I'm dying to listen to you to talk hoops. Uh, but the but the bowl poll question is, you know, if you replace the pinstripe, what would you like to see it replaced with? I think the Alamo Bowl is running away with it. But I, I swear to God, I think that this Las Vegas Bowl is becoming become a major player. Once the Raiders get their new stadium built, I think it's going to be two P five a P five versus P five matchup, and even if it does lead off bowl season, what a great way to you know cut the ribbon, if you will, uh, a Pac twelve Big Ten bowl game at the Raiders' new stadium right on the strip. I mean, that got my vote, Scott Darkham, and I'll let you, I'll let you in on where my vote went. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I think there's going to be some seismic movement in bowls in the next five to seven years, simply because, as you mentioned, you know, there's new stadiums in major cities. I think some of the old school cities may start to suffer. I mean, you know, whether it's it's Memphis, which obviously Iowa State Needs had an work. incredible turn turnout, but it's it's yep. Memphis, and uh, you know, if you're asking Iowa State fans or any fans, and you know, would you rather go to Memphis or Las Vegas? It's laughable, you know, except for the drive part of right. it. Same thing with Shreveport and. You know, in El Paso, I mean, these are these were destinations simply because they were the only ones available. But, you know, L.A. is going to get a brand-new stadium, yeah. state-of-the-art. Uh, the Foster Farms Bowl takes place in, in San Francisco area. And Las Vegas, you know, I mean, Phoenix has been up and down and simply because of the money part of it with that second bowl. Uh, but, you know, I think that's where fans want to go is, hey, if I go to Vegas for three or four days and, and check out the bowl, that's perfect. So, yeah, I think that that probably moves up. It it could end up being, say, the you know replacing like the Holiday Bowl because San Diego's stadium's crumbling and they don't have a pro tenant anymore. So I, I think the Ve- the Vegas Bowl could. 
could move its way up very quickly to being right at the same level as maybe the Alamo or or something like that. Same thing. I think another bowl in L.A. is going to happen. I, I think that stadium is not going to fit empty, you know, December 31st, December 30th, that sort of thing. Makes sense. Doc, uh, into basketball a little bit. It's uh, two games over a 48-hour stretch. You lose to Michigan, maybe a chance to dig out of the hole. They weren't able to do that. The Buckeyes tonight, probably not a lot of talent in comparison uh, on this team, but Holtman's done a good job already with the Buckeyes here. How do you fix the issues for Iowa? Defensively, they haven't taken the step forward many people anticipated this year. What's wrong in your mind the most with this Hawkeye basketball team, and how do you fix it? I think they have to score more to, because their defense just is not going to ever be elite. It's just not built that way. They want to get out and run and transition and make things happen there, and they're not able to do that. They're not able to score consistently. We saw that in the first half when, I mean, it was 10 to 10, eight minutes into the game, and, and both teams were kind of puttered along. And then when Michigan starts to hit its run and, and hit those three-pointers and Iowa wasn't able to defend them, Iowa couldn't match. And as much as you want to say, yeah, that's bad defense, and, and really Iowa's not doesn't have many redeeming qualities on the defensive end. Uh, they're built to maybe try to score past it. Kind of almost like Big 12 football in some ways. Well, you know, okay, you gave up a touchdown, let's go get one. And, and I think that's the same case here with Iowa. But when they're not able to get in and make shots, make open shots, then they can fall behind very quickly. And, and I, I just they just seem, you know, disjointed in so many different areas, you know, from – you know, the, the inability to really break down the defense and, and move the ball effectively. And it, it kind of looks like there's a little bit of an element of people trying to get theirs. And I, if, if this really continues, I, it's going to be a long year. And, in fact, I think it's probably going to be a long year for Iowa. It's just a matter of, well, can they, uh, you know, beat an Ohio State, who they thumped last year yeah. uh, without Peter Jock. So everybody's back. <laughs> you know, they should be competitive yeah. here tonight, or they should win, but they're, they're the underdog. But if they can't do that tonight, they're not going to do it in Maryland. You know, Illinois is, historically is a hellhole for them. Um, you know, maybe they beat Rutgers, but you're looking at a, a team that's going to be in that first day of the tournament mm. in New York City, and that's probably about it. Mm. Scott Dockerman, Land to 10, keep pumping out that content. You and Bobby Lejes Land to 10 on the Iowa portion of the site. Thank you, Scott Dockerman. We'll catch up with you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. Good to talk to Scott Dockerman, as we always do. Frank Schwab coming back. We'll talk a little NFL. Get into the wild cards. You ready, Trent? I'm ready. We'll do that with Frank on the other side. First Light with Evan Henning. Every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com.
you can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. Get organized inside and out at the Store More Save More event going on right now at the Home Depot. Give the garage a heavy-duty decluttering with the Home Depot's HDX 27-gallon Tough Totes. They're a special buy at just $8.97 each. They're tough enough to handle your heaviest stuff. All of it. Storage needs come in all shapes and sizes. So do storage solutions at the Store More Save More event, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through February 4th, available in store and online while supplies last. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. 
If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. As we continue on here, final segment of the first hour of the program. Trent and I are here until 2, Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking local sports with you. Let's get into the NFL, shall we? Uh, two of our local team, two of the four made it. One plays this weekend, the Chiefs. Vikings are off. Frank Schwab, you can read him at the shutdown corner. He's previewed Saturday's game. That's up at yahoosports.com, Saturday's games preview. And Frank joins us. Frank, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. You know, before we get into the games themselves, a couple of coaching um I guess questions for you, first of all. The Marvin Lewis uh, re-signing two years with the Bengals when it seemed like it was fait accompli that the the long run, and he has had a long run in Cincinnati, was going to come to an end. Uh, I think Mo felt that uh, Marvin Lewis was coaching his last game against Cincinnati. What happened to change opinions and to change minds there, and was it the right decision, do you think? I don't know. It's a weird decision. I mean... He was gone, like everybody. It was even reports, and I don't think those were, you know, incorrect. I think that the plan was Marvin's gone, and that something changed. They did look pretty good these last two weeks. I, maybe that changed people's minds. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird to, after 15 years to make a decision based on two weeks. But I, I do wonder. You know, let me say this, and I think I, I wonder if the Bengals thought this too. When you look at the Bengals' opening, it's not one of the most attractive. It's just not. It's it's a cheap organization without a franchise quarterback and not much history before Marvin Lewis. And when you look at the candidates, there's been so much turnover in the NFL lately that the amount of really, really strong candidates have kind of dried up. There's, there's not a lot. So I wonder if the Bengals said, you know, we're not going to hire anybody better than Marvin Lewis. If we're starting this process right now, Marvin Lewis was a candidate, we'd probably hire Marvin. He's the best guy. So I wonder if that played into it. I don't, I personally I get, look, I, I understand exactly why Bengals fans wanted a new voice. I understand why they wanted a, a new coach, and, and they're not wrong. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I will say this, though. More than likely, I don't think the Bengals were hiring a better coach than Marvin Lewis. <laughs> and that's, you know, so here we are. And, and yeah, they're kind of swinging for a single because I think they're, they're stuck in this rut of never getting over the hump. But, you know, at the end of the day, they just they decided, hey, this is the best guy we're going to get. Frank, is that maybe in general, we were talking about eight, nine, ten guys going in general across the league where people just looked out there in the landscape and there just aren't enough candidates for that many jobs to open? Yeah, exactly. I think I, I think that's, yes. <laughs> I And I think that's good. I think NFL teams, not often enough, and maybe this is across sports too, especially in college football, they don't stop and ask a simple, this is, this should be the simplest question. And it's dumb to even think that teams don't ask themselves this, but I don't think they do. Is, can we get somebody better? Mm-hmm. Do they ask themselves that? Can we, if we fire this guy, if we fire Doug Carter, 
can we get somebody better? I don't think teams stop and ask themselves that question enough. I mean, I guess sometimes you just need to move on just to, to shake things up. But I think it's just, hey, you know, the, the New York Jets, I was very impressed with them. I like Tom Bowles. I think he's a good coach. And I was impressed that they didn't say, well, we had a losing season and everybody says we need to fire the coach. Mm-hmm. Because that's what people do. It's, it's the People call for Jason Garrett's head. Jason Garrett was a terrible coach of the year last year. And people want him gone after a 9-7 season? Uh, why? Just because you didn't make the playoffs and you feel like this college model, the SEC model of let's fire the coach at any first, you know, any bad loss, any any bad season, we got to fire the coach because that's what we do. That's not smart all the time. This constant churn of NFL coaches, you're, you're starting back at ground zero. You're, if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you fire Jason Garrett like a lot of fans want it, well, okay, you're starting over, and it might take you a couple of years, and and you have that time. So I think it's actually a good trend for teams to step back and say, uh, what are we doing here? Are, are we going to get somebody better, or are we just better off giving this guy a shot and letting it play out? So mm. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, one more coaching before we get to the matchups. Uh, John Gruden, I mean, it's it's no secret. Well, we thought Marvin Lewis was gone, to, but I feel pretty confident saying John Gruden will be the next host of the Raider, coach of the Raiders. How uh, awkward is that for him this week? I mean, the Titans have said you're not welcome in the meeting rooms. He's got a friendship with Andy Reid, dating back to they were on similar same staffs together repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, how awkward is this for John Gruden to be a working me- uh, media member this week and then probably within the next 48 hours uh, be named the uh, Raiders head coach? Yeah, right. I, I think it's the first game I can remember where we are going to be paying as, as much attention to what the color commentator says during the game as where we do the game. A big, big game like this, especially. I mean, like, I, I know just at my job, I'm going to be listening to every word Gruden says because I, I want to, you know, oh, oh, there was a hint. You know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And I don't blame anybody for, you know, even. The Chiefs, you know, I know he's good friends with Andy, but if you're the Chiefs and you know this guy's going to be coaching against us twice a year next, starting next season, we don't necessarily want to tell him anything in these in these production meetings. We don't want to let him into our practice. Like, it was an awkward situation all around. Everybody made a big deal out of the Greg Olson, you know, maybe the Panthers have to right. play the Vikings, and why is he? This was a lot. This is even worse. I, I didn't think the Olsen thing was that big of a deal. I think the Gruden thing is a big deal. And, yeah, it, it's kind of awkward for everybody involved. Let's get into the matchups. And uh, speaking of Kansas City, game one out of the gate, the Chiefs against Tennessee. It is What's the recipe for a Titans upset here? It's it's difficult to envision, at least from my vantage point. I think it, that there's one way that this could go down. The Tennessee Titans, the one thing they do well, there's one thing on their resume that's like, wow, okay, they're really above average, and that's run defense. They're top five in the NFL in yards allowed, yards per carry, uh, allowed the fewest rushing yards in the NFL. So if we get an, a Chiefs, we're going to be conservative and play tight, not open things up. If, if that's the kind of game they want to play, I think that plays right into the Titans' hands. And the, the, the Chiefs don't have a good run defense. It's, it's one of the worst in the NFL, actually. So finally, finally, mm-hmm. finally, finally, the Titans coaching staff, which has bungled this all year, had the DeMarco Murray decision taken out of their hands. They, they couldn't keep wasting plays on DeMarco Murray, who looks like he's 50 years old right now. They finally had to make Derrick Henry their guy. And, you know, it, it's almost a blessing for them because they're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry 25, 30 times against a bad run defense. So if 
the Titans can control the clock like that. Mariota's kind of taken out of the game because he struggled all year. The Chiefs can't run the ball. I, I, I guess that's your that's your formula. I'm not sure I'm buying it, but if you want a path to the Titans' upset, there it is. Hmm. Well, let's stay in order then, Frank, and uh, let's go to the night game on Saturday. I, I think of the four, this one at least moves my needle the uh, the furthest. Uh, I, I like this matchup. I'm anxious to see how the Rams, with Gurley getting an opportunity, with uh, Donald getting an opportunity to taste postseason for the first time. Goff, young quarterback, who was really good. <laughs> Wade Phillips' defense got better as the year went on. No surprise there. I'm anxious to see this Rams-Falcons game. This could be a heck of a matchup, Frank. It could, yes. I will say, though, that's because of what we think of the 2016 Falcons, Probably not necessarily so. 2017 Falcons. I mean, when we look at the, the, the Falcons last year, were the seventh highest scoring team in NFL history. This season, they were 15th among 32 NFL teams. They scored fewer points than the Baltimore Ravens. They scored 15 more points than the Houston Texans, who played Tom Savage and TJ Yates at quarterback most of the year. I mean, this is a this Falcons team is just eh, they haven't shown up all year. Now that said, it would have surprised me if they put up 35 points. No, no, they, they still have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Devontae Freeman, and they still have the guys. You look at at that side of the field and you say, "Wow, they they got players, they got blue chip guys," and you just wonder why it's been so underwhelming this year and. Part of that's offense coordinator change or maybe the hangover or whatever. But this Falcons team is just, they haven't been good. I, they're just, they're, they're okay. They deserve their playoff spot. But I, I think in a weird way, even though the Falcons aren't exactly a blue blood team, we just think, you know, oh, hey, the, the Falcons are here. In a weird way, though, their reputation is what's carrying them for people to give them hope. And it's not what they did on the field this season. They were a very mediocre team. I honestly think the Rams are just going to roll them. I think mm-hmm. the Rams just blow them out. I think, I think the Rams are a far, far better team. I think they're rested, which was smart. I think that they're going to – I think they're just going to open it up. And, you know, yes, I do think playoff experience matters to an extent. I think that it's – it's not a nothing. It's, it's not a, yeah, there's something to be said about it, but I think it gets really overstated. You're not playing a different sport. I mean, you're not going to ask the Rams and Falcons to play lacrosse on Saturday night. It's still football, and the Los Angeles Rams are still far, far, far better team than the, the Atlanta Falcons this season. So I, I think that I just think we're going to Rams blow off on Saturday night. Shady McCoy, uh, at least at practice today, not sure how much he actually got accomplished out there. That's the shot for the Bills, right? They, they need a huge performance out of him against that Jacksonville D. I can't envision a scenario where McCoy doesn't play or is really, really limited and the Bills win the game. I just, what, what's the, let's say, let's say McCoy's out. And I think that's a possibility. He suffered a pretty bad injury. But what are the max points you can envision the Bills scoring? Is it 17? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see them score. They're not winning a game on the road in the playoffs scoring 10 points. I, the, the one caveat here is, well, Blake Bortles can screw it all up. I think we've seen the last couple of weeks. Blake is kind of who we thought he was, and it would it surprise anybody if he threw four interceptions? No. Nope. So I think if you're the Bills, you're just, you know, you're probably going in. You have no idea how you're going to move the ball against this great defense, but 
kind of keep it in the back of your mind. You can win the turnover battle by two, three, four, and somehow squeak out an upset. I'm not expecting it, but I think they need McCoy to play to have a chance. I don't think McCoy is going to be anywhere near 100%, so I, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are, have got to be the play here. Uh, Carolina, New Orleans, uh, a lot of people think it's a toss-up. Cam Newton needs to be good Cam Newton. I expect Drew Brees will be typical Drew Brees. Uh, fun game here. It's tough to predict this one, uh, I think. Frank, how about you? Yeah, I, I think it, one thing that needs to be said is when you look at the four road teams this week, the Panthers are by far the best, by far the best of the four yeah. road teams. I don't even think anybody would argue with that. So I do expect a good game, and I, I expect the Saints to win. But I will say, when was I mean, it's pretty rare when we see four home teams win in Wild Card Weekend. I, I, Somebody always rises up and wins. I, I can't. I can't give you the stats, but I know it's very, very rare for home teams to sweep mm-hmm. the board. So, so which of the road teams are going to win? I don't know. I, I don't. I, I can't pick the Panthers to win straight up because I think the Saints are a better team and they matched up well against them in two meetings. But someone's going to win. It. Is it the Titans? Is it? Is it the Falcons? I, I don't know. I. I Somebody's going to win. I really don't think we're getting a four and a home sweep, but I'm picking four and a home sweep because I, I do. You know, it's hard for me to talk myself into any of these underdogs winning straight. Uh, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Frank, last thing for you: Is the Super Bowl winner playing this weekend? If so, who? That's a good question. I think the only team that really sticks out to me is the Saints. I, I think the Saints could because when I look at all the teams in the NFC and they're all very evenly matched, except maybe the Falcons, but even the Falcons aren't incapable, obviously. When I look at the teams in the NFC and they're, they're all pretty equal, I say, what's the difference? And it's Drew Brees. Mm. It's, it's one of these teams. One of these teams has a Hall of Fame quarterback, a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl, and the other five don't. And Cam might get there someday. I, I love Cam. But if you're asking me what's, what's separating these teams, it's, Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees could have a big month and take this team to the Super Bowl. Once you get there, you can win. So, you know, I think the Chiefs have a chance. I think the Jaguars maybe have a chance. Uh, And the Rams, I think, are balanced enough to do it, too. But I I think that when you look at the Saints, if they win this week like they should, they get to go play Philly next week, and they're struggling. We've all been hearing about how bad Nick Foles is. So I think the Saints have the easiest path, and they got the one – X-Factor, and that's Drew Brees to, to be a wild card team go in a Super Bowl. Good analysis, as always, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. Frank, will run you down next week. Thank you, Frank Schwab. Appreciate it. Absolutely appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. He is the shutdown corner. Trent, real, real quick in our final minute here. Yeah. By the way, in the 1 o'clock hour, Eric Heft will lead it off. Uh, Todd Fredrickson, the president of the Iowa Wild, will be here at about one twenty, and then Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. Which of the four home games at Kansas City, at Rams, at Jacksonville, at New Orleans, has the fewest tickets available on whatever this ESPN ticket service is, therefore making the most expensive get-in price. Which game? New Orleans? Nope. Kansas City? Nope. Jacksonville? Yep. How about that? And they're opening up more seats for this one. Normally well, tarped off. Great point. And they're opening up more seats. Wow. They only have seventeen hundred left, starting at one hundred and sixty-one. You can get into Kansas City starting at thirty-six. Rams starting at seventy. New Orleans starting at sixty-six. A buck sixty-one to go visit the Buffalo Bills and the Jags. Uh, interesting. Yes, people uh, are clamoring for that. Get matchup. your tickets now. I'm looking forward to that game. What is yeah. there a road team? If so, which one for you? Probably Carolina. I'm going against the grain. 
I think Buffalo can win. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Blake Bortles, baby. I know he's been better, but the last two weeks he looks like Blake Bortles. What, what have I told you all season? I've been waiting for this moment. Right? To bet against Blake Bortles. Is, I'll, is I'll be it here. I'll be grabbing the points. I will too, for sure. But, but outright? Ask that Jacksonville defense is so salty. I hope the Bills just aren't glad to be there. We saw the celebration, but these guys are pros. I wouldn't think that that would Are we going to get Jason on tomorrow? Yes, uh, we have him at 12-15. Last year, favorites were 11-1 and against the number. Were they really? 4-0 and in the wild card round a year ago. So Vegas got crushed. They got crushed. And you see these numbers, they seem a tick high. I wonder... They got killed in teasers, I heard, this year. Oh, they did, yeah. They I had wonder, a good year, though. I mean, they had yeah. a good year, but the teasers always get them. I, I wonder, because of that, if they just move it up a bump. Like I that? think I know your first question. Yes, you got it. I won't borrow it. That's <laughs> a good one. Uh, we are uh, out of time for the uh, the uh, noon hour. We're right back, though. Quick time out. Eric Heft leads things off. We'll go back down to re- revisit the Liberty Bowl and, of course, uh, get into Big 12 hoops with Eric Heft, the color analyst of uh, men's basketball and, of course, football, when we continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor to myself. Monday through Friday, noon until 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years, Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender involves much more than just a rate. Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. No one else has anything like it. So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. 2018 is an opportunity to grow your business with top talent. But how do you find it? ZipRecruiter. One click posts your job to over 100 job boards. Then, smart matching technology instantly alerts quality candidates about your job. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. To try ZipRecruiter for free, just go to ZipRecruiter.com build. That's ZipRecruiter.com build. 
You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day 